everyone, I'm Valeria and this is Looks Like NYC. My guest for this episode is NYC-based photographer Dasha Brooke. Dasha prides herself in working on projects with women-owned businesses. You can view her work on her website at dashabrook.com and her Instagram at dasha underscore brook. So thank you so much for coming on. Hi, thank you so much for inviting me. Just to start off, um, I saw that you graduated from the New York Film Academy in the photography department. So what was that sort of where you started your photography career? Um, so basically, I was in school for five years, but that mm. was for a military thing. <laughs> so, wow, yeah. <laughs> so, in economics. So I was never, um, I never had a camera in my hands. I never tried photographing. Um, and then I moved to New York City, and it just like, it was such a coincidence that I went to New York Film Academy, because I basically, I was going to get some courses for like English. Oh, um, okay. And I called them, and they're like, why do you need that? Like you speak English, so just check out our photography mm -hmm. um, department. So, and somehow I went there for just, um, what was it, two months? It was just two months. Um, and I graduated and I was overwhelmed because basically it's like a one year of, you know, skills just mm -hmm. put together in like four weeks. Oh, okay. Um, not four, a little more, eight weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I graduated, I was like, I don't even know how to photograph. Um, but then quarantine hit and I took like a million online courses and after a year of starting photography, here we are. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was going to ask, since how long you've been working in photography, but I see like you graduated like very recently, like not yeah. like a year or like a year and a half ago. So yeah, like how did that start? So like what... Like you said that you wanted to join for like English classes, but was photography always something that you wanted to get into? No, no, I, I, I wanted to say that, but um, mm -hmm. no, I, I was always interested in art. Um, and somehow, I'm, I'm really saying it's just a huge coincidence. Mm -hmm. I got camera as a gift. So I was like, oh, maybe I should go try photography. And right. I realized that that is something I was looking for in my life and that is something that heals me that brings me joy and something that i can you know express myself in right yeah so it was kind of just by chance you realized yes. you're like oh wow i actually really do like and i also love people so mm -hmm. that was um that was my way to communicate and like connect to new people all the time right so like if you don't mind you said that you you know you want something for the military back in like uh we spoke about this a little bit before. Mm -hmm. You went for economics, I think you said in Hungary. Yeah. Um, like, why did why do you feel that you you were searching right for something that you wanted to do and you just couldn't figure it out? So, I guess it was was there another thing that you sort of felt you wanted to be but never really found it. Um, I I always why I went to military school mm -hmm. and economics. It was my my whole family is in military. Oh okay. So right. I was like maybe I have to do this. Mm -hmm. Like that's what my entire family does. Um, but and I was not. I couldn't realize. I was afraid also to go into creative field because you're always scared that you're not gonna you know make money. You're, right. You're, it's not stable. Um, and it's scary, so I never even thought about that. But then I saw a lot of inspiring people mm -hmm. um, when I started um, school, New York Film Academy, and that's basically what made me move further with this. Right, yeah, that's interesting that 
it was just like you went to school by chance. Like you received that camera by chance, you went to school by chance. And then you were like, oh, wow, I found it. That's, yeah, yeah you <laughs> found it by chance. Like a lot of people that have had on, they've been like, oh, since I was like a teenager or even before, I knew this was something I wanted to go in. And you were yeah. like, I just found out. Like I just started. Yeah, so I think that's really interesting. And since you've only been working for like a year, you already have like a couple of things under your belt. Is that because you've been focused on working a lot, like with like businesses? Yes. Um, so I started, of course, with photographing my friends. Mm -hmm. And I would just set up two soft boxes with even light, which you should never do, <laughs> apparently, um, at the beginning. But then when I started taking lots of online courses mm -hmm. and learning more and more, by the um, end of lockdown, I mean, end, <laughs> when we could go like out hard again lockdown, and, yeah. yes, and photograph, I knew what I wanted to do mm -hmm. and like what um, techniques I want to use. Um, I connected to a team. Like, I found my team. Really, I started working mm -hmm. in summer 2020. Right. Um, okay. And I found my first clients. Because uh, I, you know, when you cannot go out, you start product photography. Because that's only thing right. you can yeah. do. They can send I you started things, with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and I just realized that I, I just genuinely love working with women-run businesses. Because mm -hmm. I really want to see them grow. I, I really enjoy that they start growing with me. Um, that I am the first... Um, you know, investment that they made mm -hmm. in their imagery for their websites. Um, and it's so inspiring. And I also feel like I can push the industry from my, you know, small point. Uh, right. I can push the industry too. And I can, you know, tell my clients, like, we can choose this model instead of this model because, mm -hmm. you know, that'd be great to include someone um, who has not been included before. Right, right. Since it's like a small brand, you kind of, your input weighs a lot more yeah. than it would for like a bigger brand and you feel like you can make a difference by putting your input in. Yeah. Yeah, like that's interesting. Yeah. So like how do you pitch yourself to these like small brands? Did you like just reach out to them yourself or did they like reach out to you? They reached out to me. Oh, okay. So I feel like it's important for um, a beginner photography because we all, when we start photography, we all want to make money right away. Right. And you know, we need to eat and stuff. Um, but what you need to focus on in the beginning is um, creating, do, doing a lot of editorial work mm -hmm. or um, make your, I don't know, beauty photo photography mm -hmm. the way that you would make it for your client. Oh, okay. So when someone reaches out to you, they see the kind of work that you can do and they can rely on you on that. Um, and you should really find what you want because it's like, when you mix like wedding photography and fashion photography in mm -hmm. one in one uh, portfolio, that's not that's gonna confuse your clients. So I feel like it's the best when you focus on one thing and you just consistently um, produce mm -hmm. more work. And right. that's, that's why clients reach reach out to you. Right, yeah, it's like, it's like once you got one person done, they'll probably tell like someone that they meet, like, yeah. oh, I use this photographer, and that's probably like how yeah. they, yeah, how you attract more people. So when you first graduated, you said you started focusing on product photography, right? Because that's like the easiest thing that you could do while you were like on, in lockdown. Yes. So. so like those brands, how did you find those brands? Were those the ones that reached out to you or did you reach out to them? There first? are some freelancer, well, for first clients, I found them on uh, freelancer platforms. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Like, can I say the names? Yeah, like, uh, like Upwork, Fever. Okay. Um, and that at that point I had to really um, look it up every like couple of hours, see mm -hmm. if there are new jobs appearing. I did email to uh, some brands. Um, my teacher who, who was in New York Film Academy, he said that he would like wake up in the morning and send 100 emails 
oh, to wow. all the brands that he wants to pitch or like even for editorial work mm -hmm. he would just send a hundred emails every day so wow. that's how he I mean that works that right obviously works. yeah it's just like I never Out saw a hundred yeah one will it's like someone has to yes. someone has to email back yeah or like at least remember you mm -hmm. yeah no I feel like um I feel like in a lot of sales jobs or like just even like freelancer jobs it's a lot of your time goes into like emailing people or like sure. DMing people like just for the podcast a lot of my time goes into me like finding people and then yeah. emailing them and then trying to like you know back and forth with them so yeah, yeah. I see that you also do a lot of portrait and lifestyle photography. Like I saw that you you do portrait. You said you do like family images and stuff like mm -hmm. that on your website. Like how did that come about? Is that like do you do that for money? I guess or is that like a hobby like project of yours? Um, that is definitely a commercial work. Okay. And I honestly don't know why. I I feel like it started with friends. So I photographed mm -hmm. someone's wedding, and then I I really don't know how people found me, but. Right. Um, there are incredible people in the community. For example, I have this teacher. Mm -hmm. um, she works with kids right here in Williamsburg. And I photograph her for her business. So mm -hmm. families who see me there, even though I'm not a family photographer whatsoever, uh, they see me working with her and they kind of invite me to their things. So, but I enjoy, I honestly, like I love fashion photography. That is my main focus, but I love working with um, non-models right? Um, because um, things like family photography, weddings, um, portraits or street photography, that's what, I don't know, it kind of wakes you up mm, okay, because even doing fashion photography, you're like, of course you have an idea for every specific shoot, but um, the genuine feelings right. of people and like how different they are in terms of being confident or not confident in front of the camera. It just brings you so much, I don't know, memories, mm -hmm. joy. Right. Like it's like the emotional interaction of yes. like talking to them and getting to know everyone. And like, yeah. I, I feel like especially for weddings, like it must be exciting, especially to like help them out on like their day or stuff like yeah, that. It but must be. Weddings are definitely, they are so stressful. <laughs> right, no, yeah, imagine, I can imagine, especially like, you know, everyone's stressed, everyone's freaking out, yeah. and then it's kind there of like, there's so much responsibility Then you feel you. you're like, this is someone's special day pictures, yes. oh my god, like, it's like, it feels, it feels heavy to have to take, like, someone's pictures, yeah. yeah, that's why, like, I feel like the same thing goes for a lot of, like, makeup artists, like, especially, like, like bridal makeup sure. artists, it's like, you have to do this, right, this is yeah. someone's wedding, yeah, so I feel like there's a lot of pressure to, like, yeah. get things right. So, if I do, like, personal photography, that's more like an a rare thing that I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask because I saw that you do like you know you've you posted that on your website, so I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that's cool. Like, because a lot of the people that I've spoken to, their photographers, they focus really only on like I only do editorial and I you know that's the yeah. only thing I do. I only do like commercial, but you do like all like a lot of forms of photography. Yeah, I mean, I first time educated to do that, um, but also I would like to make extra money from the side hustle, like right. weddings and other things. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, am t I totally understand, do you know that, um, I totally understand the pe those people who just show one side of their right. portfolio. Because mm -hmm. um, I feel like even in, if, you do, if you're doing fine art photography mm -hmm. and you do an exhibition, you should use like a different name um, that, right. than you're using for your, I don't know, wedding photography. Because right. that's just not cool <laughs> in the industry. Mm -hmm. But that, I mean, that like how that's like how people look at you. They like you're doing this for money, right? In the art world, 
world. So yeah, because like I feel like in the art world, people might not like commercial things as much. So they're like, yeah. why is this here? Yeah, like they might think that you know you're not with the art world as much because you do commercial photography, yeah. right? That makes sense. Where did your, like you said, that you just really enjoyed working with like women-owned business, like women-owned fashion brands and stuff like that. Where do you hope to take that soon? Um, so at this point, I'm already starting to do production. Mm -hmm. If, for example, a brand reaches out to me and they're like, we want to shoot um, e-commerce or a catalog or a campaign, but they don't know where to start with. They just know a photographer they want to oh, work okay. with. So I can help them with models, I can help them with allocation, booking, so they don't have to worry about it. So next step, of course, is doing production, because now it's not something I charge for. Right. It's just like included in my photography. But of course, production is more um, responsibility, but right. it's also more money. So I think that production, like full, full, full production, is something that, that is the next step. Right, I feel like especially for like small businesses, like yes. they don't know where to start. They don't know who they're supposed to hire. So if you sort of offer them like yeah. one package deal for everything, it'd be a lot more like alluring to them because they're like, oh, cool, I don't know how to do this, but you're going to do it for me. So that's perfect. Yeah, yeah so I and feel like, like that's... Yeah, I also feel like the industry is now more about personality. So I respect that someone chooses a person to work with instead of going to the agency and like... Right they don't know who will be working on their mm -hmm. imagery. They just want to come on set and like be comfortable with the whole team. Right, yeah, like they want to know the person who's yeah. like gonna work on, like work on their stuff for them. Yeah, well, it makes sense because it's like, when you don't have that much money and then like agencies tend to like, you know, because okay. there's a lot of fees that go into, they have to pay this person and yeah. this person, it tends to be like a lot more expensive. And also like, especially small businesses, they tend to have like, very small like a very set goal of what they want to get across with their product and they might not be able to do that if they have to like mm -hmm. pass the message down through like a line of command but if they just tell you this is what i want to come across he's like okay that's cool i'll do that yeah. for you yeah so it's it just seems really convenient for like small businesses yeah so that's yeah and the relationship always keeps like ongoing right exactly so. yeah so like earlier before we were talking about your role in the industry and like being a woman photographer. So tell us a little bit about, you know, your experience as being a female photographer. I mean, I'm not that big of a person <laughs> in the industry, but when I graduated the school, I was reaching out to um, bigger photographers, trying to find um, like to be an assistant to someone. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people seriously told me that they're mostly looking for guys because they are stronger um, and they can carry more things. Right. And that really pissed me off. <laughs> um, because even now, I only um, have fully female um, team. Right. And my assistant is a girl who is super, super skinny. But we know we together, we carry stuff. And mm -hmm. like, we move the set around. Um, and it doesn't bother me that someone has not that much strength or right. something. Um, so that was really, um, that really influenced me a lot, that little case about being an assistant. Um, and even when I talk to models, um, I'm, a lot of them are saying I'm the first female photographer that right. they have ever worked with. Um, and I even asked them about like experiences that they had with the uh, uh, guys mm -hmm. on set. And, 
there were some creepy stories, like yeah. like no, middle-aged yeah. photographers with a vest um, who would always be willing to rub oil or like, oh. or like touch models. Right. And models don't want to be, um, like they don't want to be beachy and right. they don't want to, um, for them to call the agency and say that they're unprofessional. And I understand that it confuses them a lot. Like, is he touching me because right. this is really something that needs to be adjusted? Or is he touching me because, you know, I don't really want to think about that. Yeah, like, am I overreacting? Yes, or like, yeah. exactly. So I feel like even for um, businesses I work with uh, and for models, I just enjoy that comfort that everyone has on set. Right, yeah. Because you know, it's just women and we all, we, we just don't worry about those things. Right. Um, so that's, that's, that's something. Yeah, like I've spoken to like girls that I go to school with and they're like just starting out in their modeling careers and I've heard like crazy stories. I'm like, oh, it's like, do you think I was overreacting? I'm like, no, you weren't overreacting. Oh my God, you should have said, you know, you should say something like, or like at least tell your agency. Like if you feel uncomfortable yeah. and you have an agency, tell your agency that this person made you feel uncomfortable so that they don't, like have any other girls like work with him again or like you know they can yeah. speak out for you or just like you know I, I, would, I understand why a lot of people like purposefully they're like we're looking for female photographers because they mm -hmm. don't want to make like the models or anyone else on set feel uncomfortable yeah. because it happens like very often. I would really yeah. want to for those um, unprofessional photographers I'm talking about men <laughs> for them to be called out right um, so people wouldn't you know um, bring them to a female model mm -hmm. so that's that's I, I mean i would love to do that mm -hmm. like to to make a change in the industry because that's really what's bothering me because um, i would i would want to respect because model is something that is the most important part of your shoot basically mm -hmm. uh, along with the other team members but models is what is on the picture right yeah um and i and they do it like so many times a week and i want them to be comfortable right yeah and it's like and they're kind of in a position where they are the most targeted person because you know yes. it's like everyone's they're like touching them everyone's like putting things on them and then especially since there's some since there's so many people who want to become models people have to fight over these opportunities mm -hmm. a lot i feel like a lot more than like yeah. other people do so like a lot of like established photographers take advantage of like especially these these are like really young girls people don't really these yeah. are like 17 year old 18 year old girls who are coming from like other places to the city they have no idea what's going on they're trying to like eat and then these like grown as like photographers yeah. are like oh if you do this like oh, yeah and it's like what's wrong with you yeah but uh, like a page that I follow, like Should Model Management on Instagram. I don't know if you heard it. They released a couple years back, like a blacklist of like just professionals who girls have like called, like you know anyone who's like, oh, I don't like their attitude, or like you know, yeah. I don't like they, you know, it's like a blacklist of like people who've had like inappropriate work uh, mm -hmm. ethics and stuff like that. And when they first released that blacklist, I think they released it on their website. They started getting like death threats to like take it down from like people who were like, I'm on the list, like this isn't true, like take I'm gonna see you, this, this and that. But a lot of people on the list are like really established people and it's terrifying because the yes. list just it's so long. Like now you can find it on Tumblr and it's like you just keep scrolling and it's like, oh my God, that's crazy. I right? can easily believe that. Yeah. Did female photographers ever assault models? I don't think so. Um, I don't. I've never heard of that. But also, 
most photographers are male yeah so that's also kind of like a thing of like i was like oh but i'm sure like what photographers do is like yes but there's only like two like, you know like yeah it's like but that's never it's like no one ever talks about that because they've never worked with a female photographer because most photographers are male anyways so that's like also like a big thing yeah. yeah i do know female photographers but a lot of them are like they they can't go like high in the industry mm -hmm. because even the first steps when you cannot find a job to be an assistant like you cannot learn from a professional right, yeah. just because you're um, physically weak yeah it's like it's it, it also feels like such a bullshit excuse of like no i don't want a female assistant because it's not like they can't carry stuff it's like is that really the reason or is that yeah. you know what i mean it's like is that is that just your way of getting out of like having a female assistant yeah like, or, yeah it just feels like a lot of the excuse they always make up excuses but they're always like stupid like that makes no sense just say it with your chest that you don't want to work with a woman you mm -hmm, know what i mean mm -hmm. so i understand where you're coming from and that's why i feel like that's a really good motivation to be like um a photographer of like i want to feel these like models feel comfortable yeah Oh, is there anything like in your career that you would want to try? Like any projects that you hope to work on? Um, I would really want to work with a big brand, mm -hmm. even like Bloomingdale's or any, I don't know, any big campaign. Right. But bring my perspective to it because okay. um, I don't like saying my style mm -hmm. because I feel like people who are saying they found their style and like, I mean, their job is, their work is consistent, mm -hmm. um, but it's not for me because I, I would want to be a very like versatile photographer. Right. I want to I wanna do different, different styles uh, and it will still be me. But I think like what um, sums up my style is that I really love genuine photographs. Right, okay. Even if it's fashion, um, it's really hard for me to plan out the mood board um, I do it for stylists and makeups and like general idea, but before I see the model and before I talk to her, I cannot build the mood board because I don't want to make someone who is, I don't know, shy, mm -hmm. um, sexy, right. or someone who is really very... You want to convey a, their personality, yes, right? Someone okay. who's really sexual energy. Um, I want to show them like that. Mm -hmm. Yes, so I see that photographers that I love, really, really love, like Cass Bird, who mm -hmm. did great, great photography for um, big brands or for Vogue, and she still keeps, you can see that genuine connection be mm -hmm. between the model and her, um, where people can be like foolish or like smile and very casual, and they don't seem uncomfortable and posing at all. Right. So that's, I feel like that's my uh, dream job to work to do my job the way that I want to approach it, but, you know, get big money like, for that. <laughs> yeah, right, it was like, I want, like, what I'm doing now, but I want to have enough budget to do everything yes. that I want to do with it. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. So what is something you wished you knew before becoming a photographer? I wish I knew that you really need to push your thing and your style, um, because I got lost at some point mm -hmm. when I did not understand why I don't like my work. Uh, but then I realized that before, because of I was concerned, um, like, will the stylist like this? Like, is it enough exposure of the, you know, clothes mm -hmm. of the model, or um, will this image be good for a makeup artist? 
I was focusing on that instead of the image that I had in my head. So I would say always think first of your idea, of your creative idea. And if, it's, if it works for you, it will work out great and your team will love it too. Right. Because if you're just focusing on other people's needs, which you should, but um, you're the one who is, you know, pressing the uh, button right. on the camera, that's keep your idea in your head and go with it and don't be distracted by um, other factors. Right. Like you're so concerned of like if they're going to like it that you're not paying attention. You're not paying enough exactly. attention to like what you're supposed to do and then you end up not doing what and you And you're also losing to. the connection with your model. Right. So. Yeah. What are five tips for people who want to become photographers? Um, don't buy an expensive equipment. You will get there. Um, practice a lot uh, on your friends. Mm -hmm. um, take your camera with you everywhere because even whatever style you want to work with, mm -hmm. it is always very helpful to have camera on you and do street photography because that's how you understand color, um, I don't know, exposure um, and different techniques. Um, reach out to people, don't be shy, um, DM models, makeup artists and other team, like members of the, your potential team because you never know who is willing to do something now. Right. And maybe someone you know likes your work, even at point at the point where you are now. And the last one, I guess, don't focus on one style, and just keep exploring. Right. Um, and also, oh, that's more than five, but <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Don't worry. Um, just go through. Don't don't necessarily um, get inspiration from other people's works on Instagram or like mm. Pinterest. Um, you can get inspiration about the trends in photography um, if you go to like um, production agency like Art and Commerce and you can see what is the trend now. Like now the trend is collage, you mm. know, mm -hmm. and like implementing things into your photography. Um, so get inspiration from there, but also don't copy other people's works, but instead get inspired by um, paintings, by movies, and that's where you can copy the colors from, but not copy other people's work. Right, like don't replicate it exactly. Yes. Take a little piece of inspiration, but then sort yes. of do something with that, right? Thank you, Dasha, for coming on. Thank you, I'm, I'm really glad that you're doing this, and I was really inspired by the things that are already on your Instagram and I'm, I'm, I'm sure you'll grow this podcast to something great for people in the industry and outside of it. Oh, thank you. But just as a reminder, you can view her work on her website, dashabrook.com and her Instagram at dasha underscore brook.